Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome to Do Go On, a podcast where we talk about facts and hopefully things related to those facts. My name is Dave Warnicke, fact number one. I'm here with co-host Jess Perkins. Is it a fact, Jess? That's a fact. It's a fact. And we're also joined by Matt Stew underscore art fact. That's your Twitter handle. Hello, Matt. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Thanks, Dave. And that is a fact. That's a fact. It's uh, not a fun fact, though. No, that was quite a dull fact. And I'm having a good time, Jess. <laughs> I'm sorry that wasn't fun for you. <laughs> well, hopefully at the end of the, this show you we'll are be... a piece of work. <laughs> a real bloody piece of work. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be wrapping sort up the show out, mate. with fun facts? Is that going to be a thing? Look, I, I got to the end of the report and I'm like, I really like ending with fun facts. And I tried, I, I squeezed a couple out. Is it, oh, so see, so you it, can't really force yeah, it. Forced, forced fun it. facts are just I'm not I'm going to change the name there just to remember that. Forced fun yeah. facts. Are still, they may still be good, but they won't be as fun. No, and that is a fact. They're no, they're no Perko fun factos. <laughs> no, but, Ugh. Does anyone call you Perko? Yeah, lots of people. Really? Hey, mm. Perko? Yeah. Perky. JP. Perky. JP, the big bopper. Big bop. Ah, oh, the big bop. Dave, the big bop. 
So, uh, Matt, it is your turn to present a report that will yeah. be ending in forced fun facts. We often start, and when I say often, we say, I mean, all the time. We yeah. start with a question to get us on topic. Matt, what have we got? All right, guys. Uh, the question to you is, in your minds, what is the happiest place on earth? The happiest? Bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, bed's pretty good. What about um, the couch, but I've got blue cheese on a biscuit? Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Like anywhere you've got blue cheese on a biscuit, really. Yeah, exactly. Bed, bed, bed with blue cheese on oh. a biscuit. What a combo. Yeah, no, you can't top it. So that is my answer. If you could change the couch to a banana lounge and the blue cheese uh, to a hard uh, cheddar... <laughs> Keep the biscuit, <laughs> but add yes. an espresso martini Hello. and change the setting to a, a Greek island beach. You're getting warmer, but that's, so change that's all way of off it, topic. No, so, no, so was that a clue about the topic? No, or? no, I was just I was just having a, a oh, daydream got... about my my happy place. Have you ever been to that happy place or have you been to a Greek island? I've been to a Greek island. Yeah, have part you of that drunk an espresso martini on a banana lounge? No, the, I would have had some sort of a. I think it, they called they were called moo-moos. I was drinking a lot of moo-moos or nunus or something. Is, that a, is there a cocktail called a moo-moo? Maybe in possibly Greek. Greek? Is that Greek for yeah. mojito? I didn't. <laughs> while I was there, I did not see or hear any people talking uh, Greek. Talking Greek. It was just like you it was, heard no Greek. I heard no Greek. The Greek really? islands are like super. Uh, touristy, I yeah. guess. So, so it's just everyone there's... I believe there's like hundreds of them. You could have gone to a non... Yeah, I went to all of them. Yep. All of them. Wow. No, I went to, I went to two of them and, and probably the two most touristy ones. Which were? Eos and Santorini. Ooh. Anyway, we are so uh, that's very early place. on we've got... But the question is, what is the happiest place on earth? This one's... It's actually the tagline is that for a, this. Is that this, a... It's an official thing. I would say... Have you heard of it? Ready together? Do you want to say together? One, two, three... Disneyland, Disneyland slash world. World, yeah. Disneyland. Disneyland. We're, we're doing Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland. And and but in particular, really, it's the the opening of Disneyland. Ooh, oh, very I, cool. I only read about this kind of recently because it was um yeah I've really just started reading about it in the last couple of weeks and this was this one came out of the hat from a listener named Evan. Oh, thank thanks, you, Evan. thank you, Evan. Evan, a big Disney fan, apparently. Yeah, a Disneyland fan. Was he trying to expose he did, it? His wasn't about the opening, it was about Disneyland, and I've sort of... I, well, I started a, doing the report about the opening, and then... That's all you got? Well, got, that's fine. I, I think got it's pages fine to, out of it. To get a micro like, microcosm of the Disneyland story. Yeah, and um, I, it was uh, it was interesting, because I, I, I pulled out a double out of the hat, because I physically cut them up and put them into things, so I had to do a, a redraw. Okay. Oh, what, was Disneyland one of the two? Or? It was one of the two. Oh, okay, yeah. so it makes sense then. Yeah, so it was, it was unf- uh, we had another listener, uh, Cecil, and he, he was so close. Oh, Cecil. Sorry, Cecil. Next time, next time. But we're talking Disneyland for Evan this week. Now, have you been to Disneyland, Matt? I've, I've never been. Jess? Have you guys been? I have. Yeah? I've been to Disneyland in uh, California and Paris. Oh, mm-hmm. Disneyland Paris. I've been to Disneyland California. Yeah, right. Well, Anaheim. that's the one. Anaheim, Anaheim yeah. yeah. So, I, I've i never had any interest in going. I reckon after reading about it a bit, I'd like to go and see because it's, it's pretty amazing. I ended up... I'll, I'll talk about this in a, in a bit, but they they broadcast live on the opening day. 
Wow. And that is all on YouTube. It's like in an hour. It was an hour and a half special, but without ads on YouTube, it's like an hour and 10 minutes. What? Did you watch it? I watched it, yeah. It's amazing. It's, it was because it was opened in 1955. We didn't even have TV in Australia then. came out the next year, didn't it? TV yeah, 56. Yeah. We're coming up to the 60-year anniversary. Does that make it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so obviously Disneyland had its 60th last year. But, yeah, I, I was surprised. And it was a pretty good um, broadcast. It was, it was, um, multi-camera? Multi-camera. They had 20, 20 odd cameras there. Wow. That so is they a- were crossing between three hosts. Wow. And it was just really qu- quick cuts and stuff. There was a few, because it was live as well, and oh there were a few God. little um, muck-ups, but for the most part. <laughs> was it much like uh, our live special oh, from man. the Royal Melbourne show? It was a little bit like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit like Really that. planned, very well rehearsed. Just for context, you guys did a... Oh, man, it was so well rehearsed, mm-hmm. the Disney one, our one. Um, Less we so. didn't even, We talked about it when we... As we were going to air. I haven't missed the first segment because I went to get a coffee. <laughs> I had to do a live <laughs> ad, like, uh, tease ahead of the ahead of the broadcast. And this is on a local... This is on Community spatial TV. Station Channel 31. Yep. Yeah. And it's on YouTube if you want to watch it. It's uh, live at the show with Matt and Jess. Probably don't watch it. Actually. If you want to see two people who can hardly hear each other because of all the loud show noises trying to <laughs> get through a yelling. live broadcast. Matt tells oh my pigs God. to fuck off. <laughs> I don't think I was allowed to tell him to fuck, fuck off. I think I bailed said, on that. I think you said something like, get out of here, You, you could jerks. probably see me changing yeah, the yeah. wording <laughs> in the moment. It's great. So, yeah, I'm assuming it's a similar sort of broadcast for the live. Similar uh, quality. Mm. Yeah, but this one was like super well choreographed any, and stuff. Any, any celebrities? Yeah, in the in the dodgem car, not dodgem cars, but there was this segment where there was some uh, a car, like little cars, mm-hmm. sort of like dodgem cars, but it was like a little track. And uh, Frank Sinatra what? was in one car, followed by Sammy Davis Jr. What sort of like chasing him down? Yeah, they That's were just, really and they just cool. stopped and they were like they had a quick chat. So as he went by, they sort of put the microphone in Frank Sinatra's face. That's was, awesome! Like, what the fuck? This is that was that was really cool. Cool. That's real cool. But I'll yeah, I'll talk about that in a minute. I'll let's let's go through it uh, from the beginning. From the beginning. So um, Walt Disney. Uh, is the is obviously the man. It's funny that he's a real person because I just think of Disney as like a massive a, conglomerate. Yeah, it's a conglomerate, but it was just this one guy. It did you know that? Did you know I that? did know that. I covered that on the Mary Poppins episode. You did too. too yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of crossover. No, but I, you know what I think is funny is like you think of the word Disney as like a made up word, like a brand, and yeah. then you're like, oh no, that was just somebody's name. Yeah, just like if guys. I really worked hard, Perkins could be some kind of magical. World, yeah, it's like <laughs> Perkins Land. Perkins Land. Imagine, it's like, uh, it's like Yamaha, and I think Yamaha was a family name. Toyota definitely Ford. was. Ford was. Ford was. Yeah. yeah, and it's weird to think of them as because they're all weird names as well. Like, is Ford you, a weird name? I don't Ford's know any Fords. Oh, no, I don't know Matt Ford. Ford. <laughs> Matt know. Ford. I know Matt Ford, but I don't know anyone else. Harrison Ford, all right. <laughs> But apart Ford's from that, weird well, I mean, weird. It's a, it's an unusual name. It's not, it's not that common, mm. is it? I feel like it'd be more common than Warnicky. All right, fair point. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> but how many Toyotas do you know? You're gonna tell me, you know? I don't know anybody. I've got a I mate don't... called Gary Toyota. He's my neighbour. I don't know a single Toyota. I don't know why you're talking with that weird accent, <laughs> Jess, in my act out there, but very offensive. I'm sorry. No. Oh. 
Hey, no one, no one, no one's voice sounds the same when they hear it back. So that, that's actually <laughs> what you sound like. Is that what I sound? Wow, yeah. I didn't know. I it wasn't meant to be offensive, but you know. I think the listener will struggle to differentiate between the two of you. <laughs> that. Hey, my neighbour. <laughs> and what if she was English? Good, good day. <laughs> my neighbour, so <laughs> Gary. Uh, uh, Toyota. <laughs> that, that was like Greek at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I've got I've got three words into my report, and we've right. it's already gone off the rails. This is there is I think you can the out of the three of us, my reports are always the loosest. You guys are so much. I'm like a loose guy, and I I'm happy to. <laughs> you can't be tamed. And I well, I just I'm happy to just go with the flow on things. But you're you, Dave, especially, and Jess to a lesser extent, are happy to bring it back. Yeah, happy to have a laugh, but at the same time, I've written a four thousand word report. Yeah. I'm talking through it. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually just... just hungry. Yeah, so I want to get through it so I can go. <laughs> I'm usually bored with you. Whereas I've got nowhere to be. Yeah, and you're like a toddler that's just like, oh, shiny thing. Yeah. So if we distract you with a tangent, you go with the tangent, and then we have to go. Okay, Matt, back to the report. Yeah, that's why I've got. I've, I do three paragraph reports, and Dave does. <laughs> 25-page reports. That's right. Each also with many paragraphs because I'm quite good at layout. But you can also, you can hear the difference in the quality of reports, obviously. Though. You definitely can. Dave's episodes are much better. Dave's episodes to. are very, very good. But this one, I'm pretty happy with this one. I, I find this story... Do, do you guys know much about the opening of... A little uh, bit. I think um, I heard that he... Um, oh, actually, didn't he use some of the money from... Nope, that's wrong. He used the money from something... Yes, he did. He used the money from something. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. no. when you said you knew a bit about it, I'm like, what, how much could you really know? But it turns out that's quite an extensive bit of knowledge. It's well, pretty impressive. To yeah. be honest, All right. have, did you plan on doing this report? Okay, smart ass. Please go out with your fun little report. Oh, we I think we finally time. got to a thing where... Um, Jess has also written a report on the topic, which is awkward, because yeah. she seems to know so much yeah. about it. I don't know much at all, Matt. Well, so I'll I'm... direct this mainly to you, Dave. You go on, Matt, and I'll jump in with my facts, which you'll inevitably forget because my reports are much better researched. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to tell you to please do go on. Sure, okay. I'm going to so... tell you to do go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that's fair. So Walt Disney uh, used to take his daughters to visit a local amusement park called Griffith Park in Los Angeles. And uh, as his daughters enjoyed the rides, he he would sit on a bench with the other parents watching them eating peanuts, apparently, and um, just thinking to himself, you know, this is great for them, but what about the parents? We've only got peanuts. Yeah, we've only got peanuts and sitting. <laughs> What a ride. <laughs> what a time to be alive. And it, apparently that was where the idea sort of came about. So it was quite a selfish idea then in a way, wasn't it? Yeah, it's funny. It's like, um, so yeah, what, what's in it for the parents? You know, apart from watching your kids have a great time, you know, enjoying your kids me? having a good day. Come on, Walt. I want to have fun. He Maybe says, try spending time with your children, talking to them, engaging with them. Yeah. 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 Put, <laughs> put down the peanut and push a swing, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. So it was around that time that um, he started dreaming of building his own theme park, and in, in his mind, it'd be uh, a new, a new kind of theme park where parents uh, and their children could all enjoy it together, all have a good time, rather than just you know the parents taking them there. And we've all obviously dreamt of building our own theme park, sure. but only some of us have enough money. 
Me, yeah. yes. And influence right. to, to build one. That's yeah. right, Jess. And Walt Disney, what you have in common. The multi-millions. Well, he, uh, as it turned out, he probably didn't have uh, oh. enough money. But yeah, so he had to get the money from something. Scandal. See? Yeah, he did. He had to get the money from something. Fact. <laughs> he, he often received letters from fans asking if they could come and visit his studios in Burbank. Uh, California, um, but he felt that there was nothing to, to see, nothing to see there. It's, it's like, like a factory in like sadness. Yeah, that's right. So it's like well, I think you probably imagine this is a more fun place than it actually is in reality, mm. and that and that started his idea of building a theme park adjacent to his studios in Burbank. And the originally it was going to be called Mickey Mouse Park. Oh, <laughs> no, that was. Lame. But I guess, you know... Well, I think that's all right. It's his biggest character. Yeah, that's totally... <laughs> Is that what Mickey Mouse Park sounds like, Jess? Yes. Is that because... Yeah. No, that's fair. Because it feels like the guy going, I want a park where I can have fun too. It doesn't... It, it's not too surprising that he ended up putting his own name in there. Yeah. You know what it sounds like? Well, yes, if we wanted to get technical, but I thought that we're trying to keep this as a layman's podcast where everyone can enjoy it, yeah, much like just, Disneyland. You are. <laughs> he does his little like eyebrows and point. Yeah, oh, he, does a, so he loves a point, but it, it normally does a click with yeah. his point. There, there it is. Because <laughs> I think that's good for the listeners will know whenever you're pointing as well. Yeah. Even though you've said, you said to us uh, off air... <laughs> that your girlfriend hates it. Oh, I click all the time. I, I click in ry- rhythms, clicking at the butcher. Pound of steak, thanks. Pound of steak, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's very confusing for all. <laughs> Especially me. I don't eat steak. <laughs> that's the best. But yeah, uh, yeah so if, if, if you are out there and you hear a click, I am just imagining me doing pointing. a point and raising my eyebrows slightly. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> all right, please, Matt, do go on. Sorry. Um, so Mickey Mouse land, World was it? Mick, Mickey Mouse Park. Park. Uh, but as the as his plans developed, he, they got bigger and bigger in his mind. Uh, the plans soon outgrew the eight acres available at the Burbank site. So, so it's obviously, obviously that sounds big, but I think we'll find the real Disneyland's what hundreds of acres. Yes. Oh uh, no, not hundreds, but it's. It's a lot bigger than eight, anyway. Like eight, well, they would have had like a small Shetland pony farm and a statue of Mickey. That's about it. So the, exactly. So when his do- his daughters were, he was taking them to the park. Diane, like, one of his daughters was called Diane. Diane, yes. I I was going to write that down, and I'm like, no one gives a fuck well, about Diane. Diane Disney, DD. We all know Dee-Dee. her. I wonder if that's my mum. She's she's Diane. Uh, Do you think? Yeah, probably. How many Diane? I'm directly there be? related to Walt Disney <laughs> through. Oh my god, what a way to find out. <laughs> You're directly related, yeah, as in his grandson is what you would be. Yeah. yeah. That's wow. quite direct. <laughs> I should I really should go see his, his little park. You should go to the Burbank. Take studios. an interest in, in grandpapa's work. I agree. Should, ah, that is amazing. Yeah, cool. I wonder who my granddad was that I spent all that time with growing up. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, I bet there's a story there. I'm going to ask Mum after this. I'll call her as soon as we, Diane! we stop. Diane. Why didn't you ne- ever tell me that your father was Walt Disney? Walt Disney. That feels like that would have come up. Where are all our millions of dollars? Yeah, this is fucked, Mum. How am you I? The... Hi- what? What else are you hiding? How am I the only one on the podcast that hasn't been to Disneyland, Mum? Answer me that. This is BS. Diane, get in for free. 
Uh, so or at least two for one. So it, so he was, t- he was taking his daughters in the uh, in the I think late thirties into the forties. I think it was around those times. So yeah, your mum was quite, quite old. And and the park didn't start until the fifties, mm-hmm. fifty five. So there was a bit of a time, and that and the delay supposedly was things like the Second World War happened. Ugh. Selfish stuff like that. Ugh. We're trying to build a fucking theme park, and you have to go and have a war. Yeah, let's bomb each other. I'm gonna do that a lot. <laughs> we can tell. A new catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. What happened to war? <laughs> um, so the yeah, because of things like that, the the idea was put on the back burner. But in the 1950s, it was time. It was time to begin. Well, um, it's time to shine. Yeah. First, they had to find a location. And and he he had a few, he had a small checklist and he got a company on to find him this place. The checklist was that it had to be at least a hundred acres, and also located within a freeway drive of LA, so easy access by road. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, a site was found. It was a 160-acre orange orchard in Anaheim, California. Oh, oh. the thing that we already said, and we were—you guys have both been there. Yeah. But thanks for making that sound like you were interested in the point. The park cost 17 million dollars. What? Which was, a, was in 55. Heaps of heaps of money in 55, and that was an amount of money that Walt didn't have. Oh, weird. Um, I mean. He was a rich and famous guy, so he had money, but he just didn't have that kind of crazy money. Mm-hmm. Um, so he looked to investors, but that proved difficult as investors couldn't see how the project would return a profit. Um, is is this the story where, because you always hear that Walt went to like 300 different banks or something, but was that for the studios or like his um, his animation work or, or the actual filmmaking, or was it to build the park? Uh that did happen for the park. He, he shopped it around to a lot of people and, and just couldn't get people interested. But eventually, um, he made a deal with the ABC television network and they they agreed that they would invest in the park as long as he agreed to produce a show for their network. And he, he, he was up for that deal. The show he made was called Disneyland and the series opened with Walt Disney describing the coming attractions of the Disneyland theme park, followed by previews from upcoming films, some live-action shows, and behind-the-scene footage of animators working and stuff like that. That so, feels like a really sweet deal for him. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like all a- right, we'll make an ad on one of the on one of the main networks, TV yeah. networks, or at the time it was probably one of the only TV networks. That seems like a sweet yeah, so deal. it advertises his business, and it's what, like a small, cheaply-made documentary, and they've had to me- invest multi-millions well, that, I think they only invested about half a million, but because of their backing, he was able to go to the banks yeah. to borrow. And the, so the show drew a big audience as well, so it was, just, it was good for everyone. Um, but yeah, big, so because of their backing, he was able to borrow a much larger amount of money from the Bank of America, and he also borrowed against his life insurance. Oof. So he was up to his eyeballs, basically. Well, he really, really, yeah, he it was, really it was went all for in. it. Yeah. Rolled the dice. So, uh, Imagine if it all went to shit. Yeah, and a lot of people thought it's like this is a ridiculous dream. At the time it seemed pretty crazy. Were theme parks like this even a thing? Or was he sort of the first? There were theme parks, um, and he went around the world checking them out wow. to do research. There were there were plenty around, but this was not to this scale. Not though, to right? this scale and also 
Yeah, this was a bit different. It was sort of supposedly it's the first one that you know every, a lot of the rides are about stories. Yeah. And that was a bit different. Normally it was just like this thing goes around and around. Yeah, some places have like a one hundred year old wooden roller coasters yeah, and stuff. Yep. Yeah. His dad supposedly went to uh, or worked at uh, one of those world fairs. Oh, I think yeah. it was in Chicago in the late eighteen hundreds, and that had the first Ferris wheel. Potentially, that's where he got some of the inspiration from as well, hearing the stories from his old man. Wow. Um, by 1952, the name of the planned park had changed from Mickey Mouse Park to Disland- Disneylandia. Oh, no. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't like that either. Disneylandia? Get over it. Wow. What, well, that's... Yeah. That's or, you got, well, like, Disneylandia makes a bit more sense than yeah. Disneylandia. Disneylandia. Still it's like too much stuff. Yeah. Disney, what a Disney, yeah. No, no good. And I don't think it works at all. But apparently, he was talked out of that by some people at the ABC. Oh. And by the time that the work on the site commenced two years later, uh, so it took two years to get every, all the money and everything ready. All yeah, the plans. I mean, yeah, even longer than that. But yeah, that was that the like from buying the pointy it. end. Yeah. Um, and the Disneyland, Disneyland name had been settled upon by then. In July 1954, around almost exactly a year before the opening date, which How was pretty much year? locked in. Yeah, that's when they started constructing the site. And With 12 months on the clock. 12 months that's on like the clock. That's like worse than the Brazil Olympics. Yeah, and basically it was not <laughs> enough time. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But have they started selling tickets and advertising the TV show and stuff? Uh, I think the TV show was, yeah, it was... So, it was, it was what a great way to build up hype for something, though. Having a, a TV, a successful TV show that was kind of all about it. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, we skip ahead. There, obviously... Just building, building, the building. building. There's, a, there's a few time-lapse videos online, which you can see of, of wow. things going up, which is kind of cool. And did they build a lot at the out. start, or has it expanded a lot? Uh, well, the site hasn't changed much. Over the years, they built over the original car park. So it has expanded a fair bit, but it was they started out with a, as a pretty big thing. There were the four, do you know the four original sort mm-hmm. of sections? Yeah. It was Tomorrowland, uh, Frontierland, Adventureland, and Fantasyland. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I don't know, like Disneyland is a thing that I just don't know anything about, but I think there's there's new ones of those now. Well, you've been there. Mm. What is, is it still, do those four things still exist? Ah, it is in, yeah, it's still those four in Paris. Yeah, Just the right. most recent one I went to. I went to Anaheim when I was eight. Right. Okay. It was a long time ago. Oh, my God. I also went in 1998. Get out. Did you, did you go September in September 98 I was there. You guys are the same person. We At are. some point, you split off from each other. I'm trying to think. I wouldn't be able to lock down a time. I'll have to ask my parents. Yeah. That's so weird. 1998. Did you go on the Indiana Jones ride? My family went on that about 15 times. I we thought so. it was so good. I think so. I wonder if that's still there. Probably. I went on the ET ride. And you sit in the front of the, and there's a, you're on bikes, and uh, ET was in the basket on my bike. Oh, so I was like, I've got the ET bike. So the the ET ride uh, ride was just a bike, and what you rode around. There. <laughs> See how good their marketing is, and Jess is still talking I've about. I've never actually been to Disneyland. My parents just gave me a bike when I was eight. And they, they, like, look, Jess, Disneyland. They put an alien put mask on a cabbage patch kid. <laughs> yeah. Chuck it in the front. On the they shed. didn't even get an ET doll. <laughs> No, we're not going to... Come on, Annie. Come on, Annie P. Annie P. All right, so let's skip... We'll skip ahead uh, through that year. 
um, to opening day because this is what I wanted to talk about mainly. Um, so opening day, but are they freaking out about it? Yeah, there's a bit of panic leading up to the day. They're rushing, like things are being painted on the morning. Oh man, that's Whoa. great. Yeah, but let, let's go through how the day went. That they the opening day was actually the day before the pub. It was open to the public the day before, which which is what is now seen as the official opening. That's where all their anniversaries of are of and stuff. That's when the broadcast oh. was on ABC. But it was an invite only day. Oh, exclusive. Oh. I've, I've, I read two numbers, either 6,000 or 12,000. Um, wow, that's a lot of invites. Invites were sent out um, for opening day, and they were given diff- there were staggered times to sort of give it a soft start. Oh, so you can morning, afternoon type thing? Yeah, exactly. And, and that was also meant to, you know, because it was everyone working there. It was their first day. Everyone was learning <laughs> how it all How worked. to make popcorn and fairy flowers. Yeah, exactly, and how the rides worked and, you know, I imagine everything. Surely the rides must have had some... A lot of testing, though, right? Yeah, roller coaster safety would have had and some testing for sure. What about um? So this six or twelve thousand. Either way, it's a lot of people. Are they VIPs or friends of the it, workers? It's, it's a bit of a mix. You've got um, it was it was kind of a press day, so there was a lot of members of the press. Uh, there were celebrities like Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. <laughs> Dignitaries, that. um, sponsors like representative yep. of some of the sponsors. Pepsi was a big sponsor. They had really? an exclusive right to the soda pop or whatever they call it in America. Some of the construction workers, which is cool. And, I mean, they were there anyway, still finishing it. So, <laughs> yeah. it made it sense. Well. Hey, mate, you've been, you're invited. I'm painting a fence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're done with the fence, you should have a go at this ride. Come on, come <laughs> on over a hot dog. Uh, still got, I've got to paint that hot dog, man. <laughs> I think I said paint that hot dog. I've got to paint that up. And that. <laughs> yeah, they see someone eating a hot dog. No, it's not finished yet. <laughs> Smash it out of, their hand, out of Frank Sinatra's hand. <laughs> The chairman of the board, Frank, so that, like a like a hot dog. Frankenfurt's yeah. and Hunter. That's where he got the na- nickname. Of course, his actual name is Gary. Gary, <laughs> Gary Sinatra. <laughs> For that day, yeah, they oh, started calling him Frank cool. Sinatra. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Um, and the, uh, so those six thousand to twelve thousand people. Let's say six thousand because I saw that more. Six thousand people. Um, uh, actually, kind of ballooned out back then. The the tickets, which were the invites for the tickets, it was, believe it or not, pre-barcodes and, and, you know, holograms and those sort of things you see on tickets these days. So, yep. they were pretty easily forged, um, meaning that around 22,000 extra people rocked up. Oh, no. What did they Someone just wrote, uh, one ticket signed Walt Disney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here it is. So, mate, I just saw you write that out in front of me. Uh, it says Walt Disney. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Come right. on in. Yeah. All right, mate. Can't argue with that. <laughs> So, their sort of smallish start uh, ended up just becoming a crazy amount bigger than they wanted it to be. More, w- way more people than they were ready to handle. So I imagine you know how you said at the start they wanted to be small because people are learning their job. The people that need to learn their job are probably the ticketing staff. <laughs> yeah. From this soft start, they're not doing so well. That's but the I think the forgeries were very good. Like you couldn't tell, so it was sort of hard. You just had to. Had to let them in, um, and people who bought them were bought buying them off. They didn't probably didn't realize either necessarily. Oh, so some people were forging them, and then selling them rather yeah, than everyone exactly. forging their yeah, own totally. tickets. So you'd be like, oh, cool, five dollar tickets, There's sure, I'll come. Yeah, oh yeah. Some sweet entrepreneurial skills uh, being learnt there. Also, apparently, there was a guy, another entrepreneur, who um, had a ladder, 
and he was um, charging a <laughs> well, cu- couple of bucks for people to climb over using his ladder to get in. So there were. How long does that last before security notices? <laughs> well, they had other shit to deal with. Yeah, twenty-two thousand <laughs> yeah. other people. That's great. So the huge crowd meant that arriving times kind of went out the window. Everyone wanted to get there early anyway, so it was just the queues were crazy. Um, Inside the park for rides and everything, but also outside the park just to get in. And there was a seven-mile traffic jam on the centre and a freeway. Seven miles. Yeah, just a car park on the freeway. Oh. And and supposedly that uh, the traffic in Southern California is awful, but apparently even for their standards, it was... Like, real bad. Brutal. Um, oh, wow. They had this thing... I don't exactly get how this uh, uh, happened, but... I read it a few times. The celebrity guests were scheduled to arrive every two hours. But somehow, because of the traffic, it ended up that they all got there at the same time. Well, at midnight. <laughs> yeah. Like t- six hours too late, Marilyn Monroe steps out of the car. Oh, God. Classic Marilyn. I was reading the lists of the celebrities. For the most part, I was like, I have no idea who any of these people oh, are. Because really? so it was you... 60 years ago. So yeah. Of but you can't remember. Yeah, the, but like, there's no Bieber like... Bieber wasn't there. Or... Weird. It's like weird, yeah. JT... JTT. Juzzy T. Oh, JTT. He was oh. there. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Of course was he was. Representing. He was a big Disney movie guy, wasn't he? He was Simba in The Lion King. He was young Simba. He was young Simba. Fact. Do you know who JTT is? Yes, I do. I'm you the same a... age as Dave. Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement, if you're younger than us. Ra- Randy? Oh. Was he Randy or Brad? Randy. Randy. Brad was the... He was the... Like the... Jerk. I didn't like that. What a 90s name, Brad. 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 Brad was a dick. But Randy? Happy with Randy? What was the little brother's name? There was, a, there was, a, there was three of them. Toby? No. Tim Jr.? <laughs> yeah, Tim Jr. Tim Jr. Definitely. Tiny Tim. <laughs> um, so, so, did you remember any other celebrities apart from Sammy Davis and Frank Sinatra? They were the, well, I only noticed them from the, the broadcast. Um, yeah, the, I, they were the only... Like, the, the hosts... We're naming people all over the place. I'm like, no idea who that is. A lot of them were governors and stuff, you know, politicians. And <laughs> yeah. I'm really? sure at the time it was like, whoa. Yeah, I think it, it was it was who? a big deal. Like, if you've got Frank Sinatra just going around on a little car, then yeah. you know, who are the big guys going around on the the saucepans or whatever? Saucepans? Yeah. Dishes. Cu- cups. The cups. Teacups. 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 I was going, cups and saucepans. Did I say saucepans? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm so dumb. Uh, <laughs> I want to go out of the saucepans. So because of the huge crowd, uh, the restaurants and kiosks were well and truly understocked, and a lot of them ran out of food and drink um, pretty shit. quickly. Yeah. Oh shit! So, so many people. Huge lines to get get food, and it sounds like a like a badly run music festival, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It does. The portaloos were overflowing. Yeah. There was no food, no shade, no sunscreen. But of course, the first aid. Went badly, you know, like as if it was going to be a smooth sailing totally. and nobody had to line up for anything ever. Oh, look, I agree that there were probably, um, there was always going to be some issues. There's mm. always teething issues. But it, this is like, I haven't, I mean, I've only just started the list of things yeah, that do it. So it was right. a pretty amazing amount of things. They A lot of it was bad luck as well. You okay. Know? Um, so, for instance... Uh, the day was unusually hot, <laughs> hitting over 100, 100 degrees Fahrenheit, which is around, it hit around 38 degrees Celsius, Ooh, which hot. was hotter than they were used to, um, certainly back then, you know. Global warming. Global warming now, I mean, it's always 38 degrees, but... 
Um, <laughs> around that time and place, that was unusual. They were in a, a real hot spell. Heat spell. wave. Heat wave. Mates. <laughs> yeah. Just double click. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> we clicked at the same time. <laughs> you are the same. You're the same person. Um, so, uh, yeah, in a rush to get the park ready, the asphalt was only poured for Main Street USA... I saw some things saying that morning, which can't be true. No. I heard other people say that a day or so before. Just still not so, enough So time. pretty fresh. Where are they putting it? Main Street. So it's the main... Oh, what the... Main Street USA. Where they do the parades and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and because of the crazy heat... Oh, did it, it start melting? It started melting oh. and turning into a sticky tar, which was swallowing uh, ladies' high heel shoes. So just getting stuck in there. Well, don't wear high heels this. to a theme park. Yes, which apparently high heels, that's just what people wore back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Particularly ladies. <laughs> but yeah. that's what people wore out to the theme parks. It seems amazing. Just in their heels, dresses. Watching the footage, it was just like people were dressed up like they were going to, you know, a dinner party yeah. or something. Some they sort did, of formal event. Everyone they did dress up more back then though. Yeah. Like when I went to Disneyland, maybe we should put up photos of ourselves at Disneyland too. Oh, I'll find I'll have, we'll have some. I've got one of me, I'm in shorts and sneakers. Because I mean business that yeah. day. Like, I've got places to be, people. Fuck yeah, you've got like... I'm in my uh, comfy clothes. Wearing a nappy, no toilet stuff for me. <laughs> my hair is up. It will not get tangled in the wind on the rides. <laughs> got a hat for sun smart protection. Yep. you got to be smart. you got to be. Imagine if we were there on the same day. Just imagine, imagine it. Oh, man. Oh, Wouldn't man. it be so cool oh, if there's like, one of those photos yeah, from one of the rides? Look through our photos of like, you know, me and my mum standing in front of the castle and then you're just in the background. Probably throwing thing. a tantrum in the background. So good. You're this tiny, tiny child. We're the same age, but you're for some reason like half my size. <laughs> well, he is now, so. Yeah. I, probably, I probably would be. Yeah. Little, little Davey Warnicky. The boy who... Never grew up. Boy, who couldn't hold a pencil. <laughs> I can hold tiny, a pencil now. Tiny hands. Tiny, tiny hands. Hands are normal. I don't know yeah, how they got, got so normal. Hands now. You know, when did your hands have a growth spurt? Had surgery. Right. Hand trans- These are not the hands I was born with. Hands, hand augmentation. That's the technical term. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. I got to get something off my chest. Okay. I ate. Your last biscuit. I was saving been, them for my wedding. That has been stress. <laughs> that has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I feel a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively, and that had been affecting me. And that feel that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. it was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did take the last biscuit he, that he was saving for his wedding. I didn't know that. <laughs> That is upsetting to hear, but I think I'm going to have to get some uh, positive coping skills, learn to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's very convenient. It's flexible. You can fit it around your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com D-G-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-G-O. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. 
Upload video content, organize your video library, and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI... Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. (laughs) And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music, or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So is it, is it, are we getting to a point where you're thinking this is not a, a good day, like particularly it's, bad? Yeah, it's so, not sounding it's like just, a good day. I guess it's especially bad for Disneyland because they're making no money because no one's paid, but it's also good because people can't really complain, can they? Because that their shoes are being swallowed. But yeah, as... Do you think, I, I don't know if you've uh, come across any journalists in the past reviewing a thing? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, and it's mostly press, yeah. yeah. I think they would be pretty savage about it, actually. Yeah. And also, so I'm thinking in terms of being one of the people visiting the park, I'd be a little bit deterred because it, it'd be like, well, there's, there's no food and my feet are sinking and it's a bit shit. And also, as Walt Disney'd be like, I'm not, this is not going well at all. Well, the funny thing is that Walt was totally unaware of all the issues because oh, he was he was a big part of the live broadcast. And apparently, he didn't find out till much later that it was a disaster. Well, he was thinking, guys, that was great. Yeah. How good was that? Uh, I mean, if you watch the the broadcast, it was it, it, it all went pretty smoothly. It looks pretty to me. It was amazing, but um, amazing is not the right word. Is it in black and white? Too? I was surprised how smooth it all went. Even though there were a few issues which I'll talk about, on, even on the broadcast, but they were relatively minor. Or actually, one of them is a bit fucked. But anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, okay, so apart, so we've got you know overcrowded food stalls, traffic jam, uh, traffic jam, Oof. super hot. Uh, People's uh, good Sunday best are being destroyed. Yeah, yeah by sweat. Uh, on top of all those things, California had been going through a plumber strike around that time. Oh, God. Which oh, no. ended only uh, a day or so before. Um, I mean, I've, I've read this in different ways. Some say that the, the strike went throughout, but I, I'm pretty sure it ended just before. And Walt Disney, so Walt got a team of, his team of plumbers back and he was given... Uh, the option of either having working toilets in time for the opening or working drinking fountains. And obviously, opt for the working toilets. Yeah, right? And that's what he did. Oh, thank God. I was going to say, what? Please yeah. don't choose the drinking fountain. <laughs> but it meant that there was no drinking fountains either on a 38-degree day. Yeah, just, and they're running out of the, drinks and food and yeah. there's a line to get any... Oh, no. So there's no... No water in the heat, so people are getting dehydrated and whatnot. Oh. Um, also, another one, uh, there was a gas leak in Fantasyland. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh, especially because on The Simpsons, they have Itchy and Scratchy Land, a parody of Disneyland, and um, because they like to kill each other, uh, one of them is called Searing Gas Pain Land, one of the areas. <laughs> Unnecessary Surgery Land is another one. But Searing Gas Pain Land, so that's... Uh, yeah, based on a true story. <laughs> oh, no. 
So they had to close down big sections of the park uh, different times. Oh. I love it because Fantasyland and there's a gas leak. You'd probably... Everyone's... Everyone's tripping. It would make the, you know, the fantastical uh, rides seem... uh, Even Even more more fantastical. fantastical. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and during, so during all this, there was the live broadcast we're talking about on ABC TV, which I watched last night. And I reckon you should flick through it. The broadcast was hosted by some of Walt's Hollywood mates. Uh, so I guess these guys were big stars at the time, but I've only heard of one of them. Art Linkletter was the main host. Um, Ooh, Art. He was great. No. Like, he was the really way good, he worked he? under pressure, so good. Uh, we Did also, he remind you of a young you yeah, it was, from it Channel was 31? Yeah, like, much like a young me. <laughs> At the show, Bob Cummings, and also a man named Ronnie Reagan, ah, who went on to become to be a future president US of the United president. States of America, yeah. Ronald Reagan, which is kind of cool. Very cool. What? Yeah, he was one of the co-hosts. And like, over to you, Ronnie. And and how was going, he hey, like? He was fine. You know, he was good. Pretty good at. Uh, he was wearing a, a bow tie, sort of tuxedo get up. On a 38-degree day. That's how professional he is. Yeah. Wow. But I, I found it pretty fun. I, That's cool. That's really, really cool. Pretty fun. Um, yeah, that one I found quite interesting. Uh, the broadcast had some issues. Um, at one point, Linkletter, sort of late in the broadcast, Linkletter crossed the coverage over to Cummings. So they were, they were sort of separate places in the park and they were throwing to each other. Mm. And they were saying stuff like when they got the throw. And it was pretty clear they had no idea what, was being thrown from. They were just like, thanks so much for that, Bob. Uh, really well explained. But, no, <laughs> you had no idea. Yeah, just, just like really you. vague stuff like, oh, yeah, you talked that through beautifully. Sort of stuff. <laughs> like, thanks, almost Bob. not worth saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks, Bob. Love your work. Yeah. Um, the, but Link let across the coverage over to Cummings, uh, who wasn't ready. He was on a pirate ship and he wasn't ready. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> so he was just like, yeah. <laughs> And then thank he, you, thank you for that, uh, Ronnie. Um, and there, there wasn't even a shot anywhere near him. He was sort of on a long lens, and he sort of figured out what was going on. And then he started chatting to. He had some sort of celebrity that I'd never heard of. Uh, he was Chandu briefly. It was he was a kid actor in Treasure Island or something, and he'd oh. grown up a bit. And then he tried to throw back to Linkletter, but found that uh, Linkletter was searching for his mic. Yeah. And then so um, Cummings started. What, what do you mean, just looking for it? Yeah, he was sort of running around, and, and Cummings was sort of going. He's like, yeah, I think he can't find his mic, and he sort of started commentating it. <gasps> oh, I left, the... left it in the haunted house. He's got to run back. Uh, which you know, I mean, that is a fairly minor thing, and that that were the kind of things. Where it's like, oh, that's it's pretty handled, pretty pretty professionally. Just sort of not going. Oh shit, what do I do? Yeah, sort of just turned it into a bit of a. What I imagine in the 50s, some of them like, I'm like, geez, look at them just freeballing it. Yeah, wow. It's amazing. Do they really have is. like earpieces? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know how the technology must, was back they then. They must have, but yeah, I wouldn't. I, I was surprised any of this stuff was possible. Live mm. TV in the 50s. I With, can't believe anything existed back then. <laughs> 20... I just thought people were sitting around in barns. Pirate ships. <laughs> yeah, pirate ships. Imagine amazing. It. Food. Uh, they had food. They had food. Well, not much, but some. I couldn't. I I could toilets. not. But no drinking fountains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Surprise! To- working surprise. toilets. Amazing. I I read this one, but I couldn't. I couldn't spot it watching it back. But apparently, um, in Frontierland, at one point, the cameras caught Cummings making out with a dancer. 
<laughs> One of the hosts. Aww. What? Are you, are you kidding? Yeah. Nice. But you, did you? No, I mean, no, I'm not kidding. But could you find it? That I, I couldn't find it, but it, yeah, it's you know, it's a bit grainy, but um, a, a bunch of different sources noted that. Uh, which I was like, oh, yeah, he was the young. I think he would have been the youngest one of the three, and it's like, oh, he's having a he's having a crazy time at Disneyland. You know, it's a place where adults and children can have fun, I guess. Oh, but that's not but against the, the Disney wholesome image, though, right? Yeah, well, that's what I thought. So I, I read that before watching it. So I was I was kind of looking for looking it, looking for find it, it, watching it. So every time Cummings is on, just watching him. But you dirty re- dog. When oh. I when I read it, I assumed that. Um, yeah, you know, Cummings would have been a single guy sort of thing. So I was surprised uh, when early on in the coverage that Cummings introduced us to his wife and kids. <laughs> they're there. Yeah, they're, they're there. there. And is, is his oh. wife dancing at all? Or? <laughs> no, she looked like she was not in any sort of dancing attire. Oh dear. Isn't that, but I didn't. I couldn't find anything about the fallout from that. It feels like that is. Ugh, no good. No, not cool. Yeah. Matt, for an hour of your life, you know there's a possibility of you being on live TV. Why would you make out with anyone? Yeah, just was not was not in a Cummings' work oh. from then on. That's <laughs> the reason Matt and I did not make out on that uh, TV show. Because the, you knew that it was live. Yeah, That's both of our wives and kids were there. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so alone. <laughs> so yeah, over, overall though, as I've said, I thought the um, the broadcast was pretty impressive. I watching it, you, I was surprised. It's like it couldn't have been that hot. No one looked like they were under so, um, any sort of. Are most people wearing jackets? Yeah, everyone like sort of dressed up. Yeah, yeah, totally. Wow. So the uh, some of the press at the time, uh, this was from the Associated Press, said probably for the first time in his career, Disney disappointed thousands of youngsters, and uh, for years to come, Disneyland workers referred to opening day as Black Sunday. Wow. During during Walt's lifetime, they didn't count it as an official day of um, Disneyland. Ooh. It was the official opening was always seen as the day after. But now, after he died and and uh, they've sort of moved on from that, they see that as the opening day. So they have their anniversary on the um, whatever day. I wonder how they recovered um, so to open again the next day, like just restocking all the food. Trying to get the taps working. Yeah, it would be hard. People are working all night. But at the same time, in my mind, what I'm thinking is no one has ever been to a proper theme park before. Do they know how good it usually runs? Do you know what I mean? Like, they might be like, sure, the asphalt is melting and there's lines for food, but maybe that's this is just the norm. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing to compare it to. Yeah. In your mind, no one's ever been to a massive theme park before, so it still probably seems pretty cool yeah. in comparison to your boring 1955 oh, life. And I mean, I've heard of... Uh, I, I listened to a few interviews um, with people who were there, including there was one guy who was just a kid at the time, and he's like, a, it's hard to even explain how amazing it was. Yeah, like it would be amazing, right? Yeah. It's like... And so another another kid at the time was saying they remember seeing Walt Disney there, because he, he his plan was to greet a lot of the people at the gates. Twenty-two thousand. But yeah, Hello? that, that did, wasn't possible. But they, someone saw him. They're like, he was just looking. It was like they said, oh, "I saw you. I've seen you on the TV." And then, <laughs> and they were like, "He just he looked like a giant." They were just mesmerized by this crazy man. It would be weird. Like imagine, well, I'm still like, Walt Disney was a real person. Yeah, weird. He um another thing that happened during the broadcast was he started uh, as they opened each um each part of the park, he'd read out this little poem sort of thing or a little blurb. And he one of the ones he was reading out 
and someone's signaled off camera and he's like, oh, okay. Not re- thinking they were saying we're not on air yet. And then he started again. So that, like, there were little blips like How that. far into it was he? It was like a, a three-page epic It would have been, you know, 10 seconds in or something. It was sort of, it was, it was a bit awkward. But luckily, I mean, if it was me, I would have been like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Imagine Walt just like, oh, this is fucked. <laughs> Cancel it. Tear it down. Nah. <laughs> the banks were right. And that was the last we ever heard of Walt Disney. <laughs> Just because 10 seconds in, somebody like shooed away a fly and he took it like... Oh, but my palm's fucked, is it? Yeah. Well, well, you're all fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're, fired. you're double fired. Yeah, instead of personally greeting people, he just personally fires everyone yeah. in the park. <laughs> oh, that's Start our again. Yeah, that's classic Walt behaviour. Wait, what, in this what, bizarro universe we just... What if I was to tell you, Matt, that we haven't been recording this whole time, we have to start your report again? Oh, this is bullshit! <laughs> you can get fucked. <laughs> you, Jess Perkins, can fuck off. <laughs> That's uh, Matt's impression of Walt Disney there. <laughs> if he was still alive. When Walt, that time Walt Disney told me, Jess Perkins, to, to fuck, fuck off. Yeah, remember it well. <laughs> Um, and uh, but yeah, in- interestingly, guests from all over the the world uh, seem to love it. And as we all know, the the park became a major success. Sure did. Um, Ninety days later, the one millionth guest entered the turnstile. So a million in three months. How yeah, many? that Good. is great. That's over ten thousand people a day. Yeah. If it's open seven days a week, I don't know if it was. Yeah, well, it is now. It's pretty. That's a pretty crazy number. So yeah, a million people in three months. Imagine if you could make a million dollars in three months. But that's the thing. So he was so far in debt, but all the debts were paid off within a uh, really know, quickly, really quick amount of time. Wow. And um, yeah, it was a sweet investment. And things like so he had to sell a lot of things off. Like uh, a lot of the shops inside were outside businesses. Oh. Um, just to be able to make make it work. Um, eventually, uh, he took all them over, so they're all Disney shops now. And, and that was only a couple within a couple of years. He was able to sort of buy everything back. back. Wow! People were disappointed um, with some things, like apart from all those issues. There were also a lot of the rides weren't ready, like they should have been. Tomorrowland was hardly. Uh, ready at all? Well, it's called Tomorrowland. Yeah, right. Look, it's it's not called Todayland. Yeah. fuckheads. Oh, sorry, children. Um. <laughs> I always get that confused. <laughs> Come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, fuckheads. I remember I was listening to an interview with one of those one guy who uh, worked there at the day, and he's just like, it was such a stressful day. And the the interviewer was like, yeah, um, how, how did you feel at the end of the day? And he's like, I'll tell you like this. <laughs> I got really drunk. <laughs> does that answer does that, your question? Does that answer your question? <laughs> it was a d- tough day at work and I went out for an alcoholic beverage. A little unusual, I know. <laughs> Nobody what... else does that when they're a bit stressed. <laughs> well, that's the way we did it in 1955. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think if you guys are ready, I'm going to get on with my new segment called Forced Fun Facts. I like it. I like it already. I've uh, just got a few here. Here we go. 
I'm excited. I haven't been this excited since 1998 when I went to Disneyland. Anyone's with numbers, you know, they're not fun. No, they could this be. Is, it's just a fact. A little listen. So, in 1955, as I was saying, um, in the, the latter half part of the year, because it was only open for part of the year, they had about uh, somewhere around a million visitors. Then uh, that, the last number I saw was 2014. The number was up to 17 million in the year. Wow. Which is... Please so 17, 17 million per year. Yeah. Wow. Um, That's crazy. Up uh, The number up to recently through the park overalls, they've had more than 750 million visitors. Oh, in the 60 years? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That seems like a lot of But people. there's also got to be a few repeats, you know? It's funny what I yeah. <laughs> I know about um, numbers is not a lot, right? So I read it, and the first way I read it was... Um, the most recent year was 650 million. I'm like, yeah, that's 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 really that's good. That's a lot, yeah. And then like, oh no, that's forever. Also a lot, I guess. I have no idea. I mean, what you're thinking numbers. that they could have two million people come in a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, like one quarter. That's of a good business, I imagine. <laughs> like as long as overheads aren't too crazy, I reckon they're making a profit with <laughs> 650 million people in a year. Can you imagine how big the car park would have to be for 2 million people to come a day? Really big, I imagine. Maybe, you know, say three or four people per car. Some people in buses. So maybe so what four... is that, like 7 million car parks? You get a minivan. Is that 9 million. Look, I don't know. You get a minivan. Minivans, all right. Well, that probably makes it... Well, let's say that makes it, what, 15 million car parks. Easy. Jeez, Dave. Drama queen. Is that that kind of the right maths there? 20 million car parks. Is that right? (laughs) That's if everyone drives themselves. Everyone drives 10 cars. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the United States of America. Who knows? It's the the age of excess. So, that's how I'd do it. I drive a car to Disneyland, I walk back to my hotel, I drive another car. Repeat ten times. Yeah. It's the only way I live. <laughs> and the hotel's quite a while away. <laughs> it's worth it. I've never been but on you a know ride. What? Fuck them. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. They want to build... I leave those cars there as well. They're garbage <laughs> to me. I don't need them. I have leave another ten ride. cars the next day. If they build a hundred million uh, space car park, someone's going to use it. Yeah. Fact. <laughs> And that's a fact. And that's a fact. Take it to the bank. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about the different areas of the park. Tomorrowland, which was pretty much underdone, uh, was initially based on the future time of 1986. Oh, what a world. A magic wow. time. A couple of the predictions that they'd made. And it was they said it wasn't just like, you know, this wasn't fantasy land. This was Tomorrowland where, and they had scientists and futurists Mapping out what they, how they actually saw 1986 to be, which, as we know, is always some things they get right, some but things. a lot of it is just like yeah. What oh, do they, what funny. do they predict? A couple of predictions were that uh, a trip to the moon will be an everyday thing in 30 years. Yeah, wow. They haven't no. haven't been since the since the 70s. Yeah, no one's been. No one's been every day. Do we even know it's still there? Yeah, I have no idea. No proof. <laughs> I mean, you can. I can't s- think of a way of finding it. <laughs> I just can't. Well, we'd have, you, you have you'd to, have go, to there. go there. And no one has. And if, they, well, if they're not going there, it's probably not there. Yeah. There's a reason for this uh, thing. Ah, you reckon? Do you reckon it goes all the way to the top? <laughs> yeah. All the way to the top of that bank. Yeah. Where oh you cashed a fact before. <laughs> the other one, which... So, the that's a pretty 
grand idea. That's amazing. Trip to the moon every day. And, and 30 then, years later, no, that's not a thing. The, the other one I liked, which is probably slightly less grand, was that there'd be a clock that could show the time anywhere in the world. <laughs> Okay. At the, yeah. same, at the same time, okay. with like hundreds and hundreds of seconds, minutes, and hour hands. Yeah, yeah. It's just this really <laughs> yeah, ridiculous it's just covered. thing. You just you can't, can't tell. read it at but all. But they had it. They, well, I think it's seven o'clock somewhere. They built one, and it was one of the it was the big the big uh, um, statue thing in in that area of the park was this clock that could show the time, and and it was yeah a, a huge thing that was super unnecessary. Why anyone would need to know that anyway? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was yeah, I was getting distracted by Xavier Michaelides doing that funny voice he does. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing their show. You're gonna see oh, it's show? gonna be so good. It's a late night show, so we should all yeah. be able to go. Yes. Um. Okay, so I reckon that was a f- a funnish fact, even if it was a little forced. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I it. Uh, this one to me is amazing. I, I love this fact so much. Um, a couple of weeks, this isn't strictly about the opening, but it was a couple of weeks after the opening, a tiger and a panther in a circus parade broke loose and staged a furious death struggle on Main Street, USA. That is what? amazing. <laughs> that well, they, was a direct like, quote, f- furious death struggle. As in they were fighting each other to the death? <laughs> well, I think I- that should be the name of your heavy metal band. <laughs> Furious Death Struggle. Oh, man. So good. Well, uh, I imagine that the tiger would have absolutely destroyed the puma. Right. Yeah. Interesting. You're not sure? You brought some facts to it. I, that was all. I, I didn't look into it anymore. Furious Death Struggle who, was all I needed. You don't know who won the Furious Death Struggle. But you're struggle. right. Tigers are the biggest uh, cats in the world. By far. Oh, um, yeah. So, pumas are one of the smaller end of the, yeah. of the big cats. A lion's big cats. not bigger than them? No, no tigers se- are bigger. A second? Yeah, but oh. tigers are b- longer, I stronger, and heavier. Long, strong, and heavier. And about to get the friction on. Because there's um, oh, like in a in a death struggle kind of way, Jess. Your face is saying that I was talking about some sort of a sex thing. I was just talking about a death struggle. Yeah, just struggling to kill the other one. I think because li- there's often a debate debate about whether a lion or a tiger would win. Sure. And uh, I think most people conclude that a tiger would win because they hunt solo, but lions hunt in packs. Right. Like packs. dickheads. Like dickheads. And also, <laughs> tigers are bigger. And I think there's been a couple of instances where a tiger and a lion have both broken loose, and the tiger usually wins. You've got tigers on your T-shirt. Oh, I do too. I do have tigers on my T-shirt because I back a winner. Um, so that death, death struggle one, which I enjoyed clearly much more than you guys no, no, did. No, that's great. No, I definitely, like, but just I just want to know. Kids just like, <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't oh, do no. act outs on a podcast. I oh, know the tiger's trapped in the asphalt. He's like, yay, a tiger. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I was also picturing it like a, an anim. What do you, what's the word for making animals humans? Anim, anamorphic? Anamorphing them to a, like. Like a couple of drunken guys that are doing a bar fight where they're like putting their paws around each other's throats and then they're flipping ones underneath. I think think the word looking for is anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphize. Well, I did not say that right. And it was just repeating what you said. One more time. Anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphize. And what did I say? What what did the word I say? You said anna. 
Anim- I said anamorphic. Anamorph, which is that 90s show where they could t- turn into animals. So, okay. In a way, I was right. Okay, Dave. Okay. So, what's your... What's, your what's the main problem? What's your beef? <laughs> so, this one's from history.com. Uh, within a couple of weeks of the opening, nearly all of the 36 cars on the Autopia, which was Walt's dream of a, of a utopian miniature freeway, which children could learn respectful rules of the, of the road. Oh, sounds like a lame ride. Yep. Within a couple of weeks of that opening, nearly all of those 36 cars were wrecked by aggressive drivers who crashed into one of the other vehicles. Yeah. What? Even in... Pe- what? Because Pe- dodging cars are way more fun. So people are smashing the cars for fun. Are they like little cars you can just drive around the park? Yeah. Oh my god, that's such a great idea though. Yeah, oh, there was a track. So there was a... There that's was a really listen. cute. Yeah. That was fun. That's what Frank Sinatra was in. Ah, I see now. Yeah. So a little car, but then people just kept crashing them into Prime each other. Prime suspect number one. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Cool. Oh, I think he was known as Gary, I guess, at that stage. Yeah, yeah Gary Sinatra. Frank, yeah, Gary Sinatra. I mean, yeah, later that day, the, the name has started mm. getting around a bit. So. But, you know, like, it, well, there wasn't social media then. You couldn't spread a nickname as quickly, so... There was a... Just, <laughs> there was a fair bit of Gary time. Sinatra. <laughs> there, there was a bit of time where he was known as um, Gary Frank Sinatra. Uh-huh. And then eventually... Oh, just say, yeah, Frank in, in... Yeah. Like in Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gary the Frank Sinatra. Yeah, and then he dropped... He dropped Gary, and then he dropped the the. The the. So he so was the he Frank was... Sinatra for a little while. Okay. <laughs> the Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, it was the Frank Furter Sinatra. Mm-hmm. For and then just Frank. Yeah. Went, he, no, he, I mean, he you went, don't need the whole body. He went through a serious phase. Line. Yeah, he did. It's kind of like how Frank Prince was the artist formerly known as Prince for a while there. It's like a that. symbol. It's kind of like that. Yeah. The artist formerly known as Gary Frankenfurt Sinatra. It's interesting. We haven't had a hashtag today, but maybe hashtag Gary Sinatra is. Hashtag Gary Sinatra. I reckon that's the winner. All right. Although we did get a tweet this week saying hashtag leave the hashtags to Jess. Sure did. Well, I've... Well, we got that a few weeks ago whenever we got it. We got it at some point. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a few more minutes to come up with one. Okay, great. Well, if you can beat uh, hashtag Gary Sinatra. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought that was fun. I was just like, it's, that one, it wasn't that fun or funny, but it was super heartbreaking. You just picture yeah. Walt Disney with this thing. It's going to be a utopia. Everyone's yeah. going to learn respect for the road and each other. And, and like, within him. weeks. I think it's hilarious that they just weeks, fucked Nearly these all of them were fucked. Oh. I think it's funny. I just, like, Walt, after closing, standing, looking over this pile of car rubble just with a single tear. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that heartbreaking? Aww. Poor Walt. And, okay, one last, one last one here. Due to the lack of adequate preparation time leading up to the opening... They ran out of time to clear the weeds that had sprouted along the banks of the um, canal. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm Kennel? losing. I'm losing. Losing all confidence in my ability Kennel? to read words. Canal. Like, this, this is wrong. Canal. 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 I'm going to start again there. Canal. <laughs> Canal. <laughs> that's Canal. bad, isn't it? I'm amazed that you didn't. Have you never come across the word? No, no, I know. I know it like, well, but that's just like right. me going. Oh no. Just overthinking it. <laughs> yeah. Canal. What's what's happened? This is all I'm seeing is sea anal. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Please funny. Sea <laughs> anal, otherwise known as canal. Yeah. <laughs> Due to the lack of adequate preparation time leading up to the opening, they ran out of time to clear the weeds that had sprouted along the banks of the canal boats. <laughs> 
Oh, well, I can see C anal when I read. Can- <laughs> I you, did I pause there? A little yeah, too long. Ca- yeah. Canal. 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 Not C anal. C anal run. Run anal run. <laughs> so there's well, there's so, lots of bushes along the yeah what C anal canal. A lot of bushes of weeds along the sea anal boats. Is that uh, a bigger deal? Of the world, right. Um, it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was obviously a bit messy. Um, and so to cover this, Walt ordered workers to place signs with exotic species names in Latin next to them. <laughs> That's so clever. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. But that almost would have taken more effort than just ripping out the weeds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's had to go to a sign writer, approve it. <laughs> it does. That does sound like a bu- maybe that is a bullshit thing because that doesn't make any sense. Because in the does time it? that they like are delicately placing the sign, they could just rip out the weeds. Yeah, there must have been a crazy amount of weeds. I guess it's a yeah, long maybe. canal, and they were just sort of like sprinkling signs. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that was that was my favorite one. So that I'd end on that. That's one. that's great. That's very good. Have you ever seen? Um, there's a video. I don't know if it's online anymore. Uh, John Safran, do you know the um, mm-hmm. uh, sort of. Media personality as radio and TV shows. His first break into media was um, he did a competition on ABC called Race Around the World. Yeah. Where he had, they sent different young contestants around the world to film videos. And he filmed one at uh, Disneyland. And he films himself breaking into Disneyland. Oh, my God. Wow. It's really fantastic. And then he goes on the There's a Whole World After All ride and places his own toy. And he puts up, I think, um, plaques. Underneath Walt Disney's photos, because he was a famous anti-Semite. Really? Allegedly. What? Yeah, apparently. And then uh, John oh, Safran is of Jewish heritage, and yeah, he put, puts up these uh, official-looking like um, uh, golden plaques underneath the thing. Yeah, oh, so it's a, quite an amazing that's video. Well, so during the um, during the opening ceremony, they they said something i should have written it down but they said something like we've got representatives from all three major faiths uh protestants catholics and judaism so they had the oh they did have yeah. it there well there you go I'm, it's just a, 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 a i guess a rumor i, I love about. a world where two of the three major faiths and i mean all three of them are very closely related but the first two are basically they're christianity yeah yeah the same and then they had, um, I think it was Walt's nephew read a prayer and they all said a prayer and it was all super patriotic stuff as well about America being, you know, having the answers and hoping that the world could get on board, you know, with their their idea of freedom that they came up with and stuff like that. Did you know America came up with freedom? Well, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Famously. They, they told me so. Cool. Well, yeah, that's it. Any any cool. questions? Any comments? I would like to know, and I, I get you don't have it in front of you, so it's kind of it's a very Warnicky thing to do to ask. Yeah, that's right. Trying to put you the on the answer. spot. But I would like to know how many staff the park has. Like, how many people are working there? Because the, so the Apple Store, right? Just as an example, I used to work directly opposite one of the biggest Apple stores in uh, in Australia, I think in Melbourne, and they had 200 staff members. Not They wouldn't all be on at the same time, but they had 200 staff members. So I'm imagining 100 acres, um, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of visitors every day. How many staff do they have? There was, I did see, and I've got it written down here somewhere. Oh, okay, yeah. So off the Wikipedia, so you never fully know if, how uh, true this is, but they... Um, 
According to a March 2005 Disney Company report, 65,700 jobs are supported by the Disneyland Resort. Okay. So it's a resort including about 20,000 direct Disney employees and 3,800 third-party employees. So that's not really answering your question, but it's vaguely it's related. It's a lot. And you know they have like secret tunnels underneath the park? Really? Yeah, one of my friends worked there and you're not allowed to talk about it, but she confirmed there are tunnels and that's how they get around. Because you never see... Like, you never see any of the staff, like... <laughs> you never see them walk through a door. Yeah, I guess, and especially at the characters and stuff. Yeah. When they clock off, they don't. They can't just take their head off. They go through tunnels underneath. And when I was in Disneyland, my dad always tells a story of, like, this ute pulling up with all these guys um, with bins. On the, so, like, they're just cleaners. And then they start, like, playing the bins and they're secret musicians. <gasps> I was a little bit dismissive when you said just cleaners. Well, no, because, yeah, but that's what I mean, because you're supposed to just think, oh, just a couple of cleaners. But that's the thing, you never notice the cleaners at Disneyland. Don't look twice at the cleaner. I mean, it's an important job, you know. If there's no cleaners, then rubbish is piling up. But if there's no musicians, then what? Well, you know. Yeah, exactly. You get on with your life. (laughs) In a way, cleaners are the heroes of the park. There's no bin musicians, is more specifically. Are you done? <laughs> done? Well, I think we are just about done here. Matt, so Jess and I are going to try and find some uh, childhood photos of us at Disneyland and tweet them out and look in the background to see if we can see each yeah, other. Yeah, I'm going to look through that photo album. Yeah, and there's a, there's a great amount of um, photos from that day. So we could, I'll find a few fun ones to uh, tweet out. Oh, the well. first day. And also great. I'll send out a link to the, uh, the broadcast. And see if anyone else, can, anyone can see uh, Bob Cummings macking on. <laughs> Getting his mac on <laughs> in the background. The yeah, behind the back. And his wife, is. Yeah, she was only a couple of feet away. <laughs> oh my God. I imagine she was, but she was in the park. And, and it was a live broadcast. Oh my God, how do you think you could get away with it? How did you think? Uh, we'll be tweeting out all this stuff and chucking it on our Facebook page, which is Do Go On on Facebook and we're at Do Go On Pod on Twitter. You can email us, dogoonpod at gmail.com. If, like Evan, you want us to talk about your topic. I should say, yeah, I should thank Evan for that. It was a great topic. It was something that I, I just never, I had no, I've never had any interest. I, went, I was in America a couple of years ago. I, had, I was in California. I had no interest. I never even thought about going. But I reckon if I was back there now, just to see the place where all this crazy shit happened. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. I, it's the most wonderful place in the world. Yeah. So they like yeah. So I'm pretty stoked with uh, people sending in ideas like that. The hat is starting to bulge with ideas, but keep them coming cuz we're going to do this for we'll do this forever if that's what it takes. Until the end of time. We're going to do it till the end until the hat is empty at least. So we've got at least a few more weeks coming out of Do Go On Pod. <laughs> the problem is that the hat, the hat, there's more things going into the hat than are coming out of it. Like, we get multiple suggestions a week. Well, you're the only one who has and the And I'm hat. the only one. I should pass the hat around. Yeah, pass the hat around for Jess, who's going to be doing the report next week. Jess, we look forward to hearing from you then. Thank you. I thought you always look forward to hearing from me at any time because my inputs are always so well thought out, like this mm-hmm. one. Yes, we do enjoy your inputs. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, well, I guess that's it. Thank you and uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.